When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Bears and Bucks, keep an eye on that. Does Brady specifically want to beat them on fourth down? The Rich Eisen Show. I actually think he'll probably score four touchdowns. Touchdown, Chris Godwin. Touchdown, Mike Evans. Touchdown, Mike Evans. Touchdown, Mike Evans. Has three today. Fire the cannons. Where are you? Today's guests. Co-host of Good Morning Football, Peter Schrager. Seahawks linebacker, Bobby Wagner. Saints linebacker Demario Davis, plus your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I am your humble host sitting in this chair in Los Angeles, California, where people are freaking out. Not just because the Lakers just got their first win in their one and two, and not because the Dodgers are eliminated at all from the World Series as we're set for now the Braves and the Astros. No, it's raining, and it's raining really hard here in Los Angeles, California, and people cannot handle it. And uh, so uh, send a prayer, light a candle for all of us here. It's supposed to rain really hard. Everything that you saw on Sunday Night Football uh, last night in Northern California is coming here. Um, it's called an atmospheric river, which is, you know, what, uh, which is uh, another fantasy team name. Write it down, Chris Brockman, as I say hello to you here on this very busy program what's up, what's on the up? Rich Eisen Show from Los Angeles. How are you, Mike Del Tufo? I'm doing well, Rich. Good morning. DJ Mikey D and then TJ, TJ Jefferson. How about them Cowboys? Why are you showing how about them Cowboys yeah. on a, on a, play. on a, I, I'm still proud of them on regardless. a whiteboard Win, when lose, they didn't even play. No game. It doesn't matter. How about them Cowboys? Oh my God. Get out of here. Well, one, one week from today, we will be talking about that great Sunday night game in week eight between the Cowboys and the Vikings coming off of their bye weeks together. And, uh, but as we sit here, as we sit here after um, mostly seven weeks tonight, Seattle and New Orleans, and I've got not one but two guests from that game. That is the beneficiary um, to us of me being the host of Westwood One's halftime and pregame show coverage. That's paying off. Of uh, Monday Night Football uh, between the Saints and the Seahawks tonight, where it's an 80% chance of atmospheric river, apparently, <laughs> there tonight, too. Oh, yeah. And um, Saints and Seahawks tonight to, to wrap up week number seven. That's a pretty darn big game between the Saints coming off a bye week at three and two, and the Seahawks uh, at uh, currently at two and four, staring into the abyss of uh, last place in the NFC West. All I got to see is what the 49ers looked like last night. They don't want to be in that boat tomorrow. Um, so we've got Demario Davis of the New Orleans Saints joining us in hour three, and a Pro Football Hall of Famer to be, and I say that every single time. Because he is. There's a gold jacket that's going to have Bobby Wagner's name stitched inside of it uh, coming up. Uh, Bobby Wagner will be here in the middle of hour number two, and we'll ask him about uh, that Seahawks defense that's been hitting the mouth quite a bit. And Geno Smith starting tonight. 
And it does look like, um, you know, Russell Wilson might be able to return sooner rather than later. And with Deshaun Watson's trade potentially imminent, and uh, we had uh, John McClain on the show last week said that it, it could have happened by this week, but it's a midnight 12.01 minute after midnight league. That's, yep. some, that's something that's going to go all the way up until uh, a week from tomorrow. In my estimation, we'll see how everything plays out this week. Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football is going to join us uh, in about an hour from now to hit us on all of these subject matters. So we're, we've got a, a whole load of football to talk about as always the case here on the rich eisen show after a football weekend including college football my alma mater's got a big game set up for michigan state this week after uh michigan took care of northwestern there was a lot of uh healthy scares on the books for oklahoma and michigan cincinnati had a squeaker for a little bit in navy um and so we'll talk about all that including nine overtimes (laughs) <laughs> and, ha- and not so happy Valley. So the stage is set for our program. And you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's do it. One of the beauties of the National Football League is you never know. Those three are the perfect words. You never know. Tom Brady, 199th pick overall, is now the single sole member of the 600 touchdown pass club after throwing four more against the Bears. I told you. I told you that number, look for that number, because those were the number of fingers that he was going to hold up uh, after having four touchdowns this time around as opposed to forgetting what down it was, as he did against the Bears last year. Never know what to expect ever in this league. I'm sitting uh, on the same set on game day morning with a guy who's going to have a movie made out of that sort of thing in Kurt Warner. So we're sitting here getting set for Monday Night Football uh, tonight on week number seven, and we know for sure. No matter what the result is tonight, your one seeds, if the season ended today, if we stopped the counting, to use a phrase that we heard all too much, stop the count. If, uh, if we stopped the counting right now uh, and there were no playoffs, it was just, okay, we're done. Uh, the Super Bowl up the road here in beautiful SoFi Stadium would be Cardinals versus Bengals. Those are your one seeds right now. By the way. In the respective conferences in the NFL. I'd sign for that Super Bowl. That would be awesome. It would be lit. Kyler versus Joey and Jamar Chase and DeAndre Hopkins and two defenses that are also headlining for their teams after the Bengals just boat raced the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, absolutely hit them directly in the mouth repeatedly yesterday and took care of business with Joe Burrow going for 400 yards and Jamar Chase going for 200 receiving yards. That happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. And C.J. Ozuma representing National Tight Ends Day with 91 yards, two touchdowns in the proverbial from NFL Fantasy Live days. That helped no one. <laughs> Nobody had him, right? And Lamar Jackson looked uh, completely bottled up and handled, and the Ravens got smoked at home. How about them apples? 40-burger for the Bengals mm. over the Ravens. Don't expect that. Can't expect that. And then on the flip side, Sunday night football. The San Francisco 49ers, who started 2-0, on this campaign started 2-0 and and led us all to believe as I keep saying that the NFC West is the deepest end of the pool because of how stout the competition is there and right now 
that deep end of the pool has quite an undertow, and it is pulling San Francisco underneath it. After a torrential rain drowned San Francisco, despite Elijah Mitchell's 107 yards on the ground and a quick touchdown for the 49ers last night. And a rare lost fumble by Jonathan Taylor. Despite that being the start last night in San Francisco, Santa Clara, after the 49ers had a bye week, they went nothing but straight right down the tubes. As the Colts made the big plays in the second half. And the Colts were the ones not making the mistakes. And the Colts were the ones who come out with the victory. And the Colts who started deep in the hole this year have won three out of four, and they're now three and four. And the 49ers have lost four in a row. And a team where we were talking about with such high expectations and being in the catbird seat of drafting a quarterback so high but not needing to play him because they had a veteran quarterback who the locker room adored and a veteran quarterback who took them to the Super Bowl just a couple of years ago. That now has completely flipped. The script has totally flipped. And now they're left with a an injured rookie quarterback who might not be available to start when they need him to because Jimmy Garoppolo looks so completely underwater, to use the phrase literally and figuratively from last night. He looks so lost. And they came out of a bye week looking like this. And now you're wondering what the hell has happened to this team? How does Brandon Ayuk go from top prospect after highly promising first year to the side of the football milk carton? Seemingly useless with all sorts of bizarre comments from management and the coaching staff about needing to do more. Fan base is saying, what the hell happened to this team? Again, this script has been completely flipped. Here's my take on this. Is, I don't know the answer. (laughs) And I don't know if Kyle Shanahan does either. Because he looked completely shocked by the result last night. And when asked the question about who's starting next week, because Trey Lance can't go, here was his response. Stick with Jimmy Garoppolo as your starting quarterback next week against the Bears? Uh, I would guess so. You know, I'm going to watch this tape and see if guys are healthy, first of all. I don't even know where our guys are at. It was um, good for Jimmy to be able to get healthy enough to play in this game today. I'd guess so. Yikes. And the reason why he's saying that is because if Lance can go, I bet he's going. I bet he's going. Because Jimmy G just looked completely and totally lost last night. Now then. Here's my glass half full look at it. Here's my glass half full. 
Their best offensive player, in my estimation, is their tight end. Kittle's not out there. Ayuk has nowhere to go but up. Unless you just want to just bench him. Just just don't dress him. I, I, I don't they don't address him on the field. And yes, I've got him in fantasy, which is why I'm paying close attention to this because I, I'm wondering what the hell's happening right there. But now this team is two and four and it's a national story, so damn straight I'm paying attention to this. And I will say, here's the glass half full. Look at the rest of the NFC. The division is done. I can't believe I'm saying that about the San Francisco 49ers just six games into their season. But the division's gone. Gone. You have to sit here and wonder if the Cardinals are going to lose three games the rest of the way. You have to sit here and wonder if the Rams are going to lose three more games the rest of the way here. They're 6-1 and one and 7-0. and oh. Rams and Cardinals. Division's gone. So you take a look at everything else around the NFC, and they're only one game behind the Vikings, who, believe it or not, after starting one and three to win two in a row, are currently sitting in a playoff spot if the season ended today. Because you've got the Saints at three and two and the Vikings at three and three, and this is what's amazing too. The Falcons have a better record than the 49ers all of a sudden. And the Vikings are sitting there at three and three playing TJ's varsity next week, as he likes to refer to it. So the Niners aren't too far out, and they're playing the Bears next, who looked, again, if you just send a stout front seven and certainly a stout front four at Justin Fields, and he can't play action pass, that's a wrap. So maybe they can send Nick Bosa and the rest of the crew in his direction next week and win. And I bet you they're going to start their own rookie quarterback. I think they have to, which is why he's like, I guess so. I've got to see, look at the tape and see who's healthy. So he's got to look and see how much of this was Jimmy G's total fault. And secondly, is Lance ready to go, which is amazing. I didn't see that one coming. If you did, too salud. And then on the flip side, let's talk about this guy. 11 touchdowns, one interception for the turnover machine that Philadelphia knows by the name of Carson Wentz. A guy who this year, this year, had foot surgery in training camp. <laughs> Let me repeat that. Foot surgery in training camp are words you don't want to hear from anybody in your organization, let alone your quarterback. And then, first guy since the movie Misery to have both of his ankles hurt. Thankfully, not by Kathy Bates, just by the Los Angeles Rams defense. He had both of his ankles sprained, two of them. And since coming back from that, and you're wondering, how's he doing that since he missed that game and he came back from that? They've won three out of four. And he's been marvelous. He has been dynamite. And this guy with the surgically repaired foot and the two sprained ankles from earlier this year, that's the guy in the Santa Clara reign who took over the game for his team. That's the guy who made the throw to Michael Pittman. That's the guy who pulled the ball and ran it in himself. 
that's the guy who's not making mistakes. Frank Riken knows this guy's groove. I mean, he knows it. We made fun of that. Like, he's the only guy who, who knows how to talk to Wentz and get to Wentz and get his confidence up and call the plays for him and dial it up. Yeah, kind of seems that way. <laughs> yeah. You've got to give it up because I thought that guy was done. Toast. A wrap. You know? And he's been terrific. And that should be four straight wins, Rich, because we forget. 19 points. Lamar had that amazing Monday night comeback. game comeback. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing the Titans next week, who just made the Chiefs look totally regular, subpar. And that's an amazing game coming up because the Titans could essentially wrap up that division by sweeping the season series from the Colts and taking a huge, huge lead on them at the same time. Or the Colts could get one game closer, which they have to do. Got to win those division games at home. But you have to give it up to Wentz. I know in this league you want to talk about Brady and Rodgers and all the stars and what's wrong with Mahomes. Sure. But you got to give it up to Carson Wentz, who was an MVP candidate before his knee got blown up in the L.A. Coliseum. And then the team wins the Super Bowl without him. And then we all know what happened to the rest in Philadelphia. And they sent him to Indianapolis. And Indianapolis was like, okay, Phil's gone. We got to let's see what we can do with this guy. Frank Reich said, I got him. And then they stumbled out of the gate. And now they are a terrific team in every phase. Punting the ball, kicking the ball in the rain. That was amazing. That was great. And Carson Wentz, give it up. There's nobody in the league who has thrown for 11 touchdown passes and has fewer than two interceptions. The only guy is that guy on the screen, Carson Wentz. And we'll also hit the Raiders who are sitting there in the two seed as well. The Titans are five and two. The Raiders are five and two. And Derek Carr had a yet another brilliant game. Brilliant. So much to discuss with you as well. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We've got overreaction Monday coming up. I'm trying to be positive. About? Everything. Okay. In life. Important. So... In that respect, yes, Jets fans, I did see the game yesterday. Okay. I get all those tweets. I, by the way, I didn't mention it to you once. It's all good. Actually, it's not. It's terrible. And I I will unburden later on. I know you guys like when I unburden my sports angst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. coming up. That's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Oh, the Pats just scored again. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. Appreciate it. You got it. No worries. That's okay, because I made fun of the, the fact that the cart still worked when the Red Sox were down six as they were getting eliminated. Wait, hold on. They're going for two. Understood. Got it. Understood. Got it. Yep. That's what you do. But that's what you do to your division rival. You stomp him out. Yeah, and then you bring in the backup, and then you have him throw deep. Yep, exactly. Yeah. That's what happened yesterday. Yeah. All right, let's go to break, because I'm <laughs> getting more and more annoyed. <laughs> Sorry. Overreaction Monday, your phone calls, and so much more. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on this busy football week seven Monday. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. You're on this program with our radio audience, Terrestrial, returning on Sirius XM, along with Peacock and Odyssey and so much more. Um, Matt Nagy of the Chicago Bears, the head coach, just announced he is COVID positive. So he needs to have two negative tests in a row because he's fully vaccinated to return to the sideline in time for this game against the San Francisco 49ers. And as a breakthrough case myself, I hope he has zero symptoms and I hope whatever test he took was somehow a false positive and he will be back in short order. As you know, the team has had a few COVID positive players, so I'm hoping that there's not some sort of potential outbreak going on right there. But the NFL, I'm sure, will be all over it and are are sending our best to Matt Nagy, whose team just got absolutely smoked by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday. And one thing also about the Carson Wentz uh, ascendancy, you know that the amount of play that he gets and this number of snaps that he gets and how well he does means the Eagles have an opportunity to get a first-round selection from that trade, which would add to the one they already have and the one that they got from Miami. Don't forget, for Miami to trade up to go from where the Niners were going to select to where they eventually took Jalen Waddell. Don't forget that. And the Eagles moved down and wound up taking their uh, their kid in Devontae Smith. So lots going on with how Carson Wentz is performing and how that plays into Deshaun Watson's potential imminent acquisition by a team in the NFL. We're hearing, by all accounts, it's either 
Miami, Carolina. Can we just wildly speculate? Would you like me to wildly speculate uh, here Rich, about this? Rich, I live for wildly speculating. Since we're about to do overreaction Monday here. That's what I'm saying. So Carolina benches Sam Darnold in, of all places, MetLife Stadium after he goes 3-0, and and we're talking about an MVP early candidacy for Sam Darnold with a wink and a nod. But, hey, you know, higher register. They are 3-0. and Yeah, they've, they've now... Uh, They've, they've now lost um, several in a row, mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers. What are they now, Chris? They're three and four right yeah, now? it's four in a row. Okay. So that didn't look good at all yesterday. So you know if they're already sitting here thinking that Sam Darnold isn't the answer, even though they picked up a fifth-year option on him, and they're already questioning that, and they're pulling him. Maybe that's the team that will go all in. For Deshaun Watson. Then, obviously, (laughs) Miami. I've been caping for Tua, and it's just each week he throws one of the worst interceptions and most ill-timed interceptions, and it's like, how did he not see that guy type of interception, it seems. Tua, you got to take that out of your repertoire. And yesterday, right after, right after they pick off Matt Ryan, he under duress, flips it right back back. to the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm sitting there thinking, as somebody who's been sitting here saying, hey, you draft someone that high, you've got to give him some time. Give him an opportunity. And he does stuff like that, and then you hear Deshaun Watson can come, and you're looking at Kyler Murray in an MVP campaign and they're the ones who are like, yeah, we've evaluated Josh Rosen despite spending a 10th overall pick on him. We're, we're out. Mm-hmm. He does stuff like that, lends credence to the Dolphins sitting there thinking, let's go, Deshaun. How about this one? Problem is they don't have any picks left. I don't know what you give if you've already sat here and you're the 49ers. Yeah, you're making that wide-eyed look. They don't have any choices. They don't have any picks left. I don't know what you do to try or and do Deshaun? this. Can't do it. They don't have the capital. Do you think the Texans would like Trey Lance? He's Deshaun-esque, so maybe. Do you think the Texans were, were, were looking at Trey Lance and they thought, what a great kid, love him as well you should? But they have said repeatedly that they don't want a quarterback back. From teams. Right, because the quarterback back is Jalen Hurts, Sam Darnold, or Tua Tungo-Vailoa. Fair. What about you didn't have the third overall selection because you traded that away? That was your pick. Mm-hmm. Would you have taken Trey? Like, if you give him the opportunity, Nick Casari, to sit there and go, would you have taken Trey Lance had you still had that pick? You could get him now. Problem is they don't have any first-round selections left for quite some time, which would automatically disqualify him and make this pie-in-the-sky stuff. Unless you're just as aggressive as anybody else and you figure something out. Players, I don't know. Because I don't know what the market is for Deshaun. We're sitting here saying three ones, four ones. I'm always looking back at this whole thing with Nick Casario saying, I have no idea if I can play this guy. Pick protections, you bet I'm getting them. 
Who else could use him right now? Just jump all over him. Denver. Denver could use him right now. Again, these are seasons that can get turned around right now because we're hearing that he can play right now. I asked that of Ian Rappaport yesterday. And again, we'll talk about this with Peter Schrager. But the rules currently are that you either have to be charged with a felony or not. And you are now uh, on the commissioner's exempt list. And he's not on the commissioner's exempt list right now because he can't be placed on it. Not because, well, we're not going to use that here in the league office because the Texans have put Deshaun on their exempt list and vice versa. I think he's going to play unless a grand jury that we don't know nothing about comes out and says something. And then again, too, like how do you know it's all out there, too? Right. How do you know that the minute you acquire him and suddenly put him on a radar screen for everybody again and put, make him available in a press conference, Ooh. that Tony Busby doesn't show up with somebody in their massage table. I mean, there's so many moving parts to this. That's why if you're looking to get somebody that cheap on the dollar, maybe you get him. For what? Like, just for San Francisco purposes. It's Lance. It's, they don't have a first-round pick until 2024. So a 2024 first-rounder and then a bunch of twos and maybe. threes in the next couple I of years. I don't know. I'm sure the Niners are just sitting there grinding their tape and, and grinding their teeth. That's the only way out of this right now, unless you make some sort of insane maneuver. Get a third team in? I don't know. Well, that was the rumor last week when Washington was that team, which got quickly or Or, you, or you're, you're Jed York and you love your, your coach and you love your GM and you're like, let's ride it out. Just throw the rookie in there, and now we're in the boat just like everybody else, minus New England, with their rookie quarterback, which is lumps, growing pains. Let's hope they don't get hurt like the Jets. This Deshaun Watson scenario is just fascinating. And also, for a lot of people, infuriating that he's even considered a commodity, a valuable commodity. And that's simmering right now with November 2nd right around the corner. Peter Schrager coming up here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's do Overreaction Monday and then your more of your phone calls. Go Let's for it, it, Chris Brockman. Go it. for it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. That's why it sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All right. Hit it, Mike Del Fufo. Oh, you already have. Great. Oh, Go great for job, it, Chris. Mikey. Go okay, for it. okay, okay. Look, Rich, not only did you nickname the running back, but they've beaten Buffalo and Kansas City in back-to-back weeks. The Tennessee Titans, best team in the AFC. I I I can't deny it. Honestly, who do they need? Who else do they need to beat other than the defending champs, two times over in the conference, and make them look pedestrian, average, sometimes less than average. And then uh, the the Buffalo Bills, who a lot of people think that's the one. I will say this in earnest. When do they take on the Raiders or the Bengals? Because those are the two teams top in the AFC right now. The Titans take on the Colts next, who are on fire. And they sweep that. Then they got the Jets, Jaguars, 
the Colts after that. Then the, mean, te- the Tennessee Titans after the Colts. They, they were playing yeah, the Rams. Saints. Here in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, the Diminisher's coming here. That's a Sunday nighter. I mean, oh, if you look boy. at the schedule, right? Tennessee's knocking them off, bro. After the next two weeks, Titans are going to win out. Who's going to beat them? Well, there, there's always those games. I mean, the Saints, you never know what they might look like when Michael Thomas comes back. You're, you're, you got the Steelers on the road. You also play at New England, dude. I mean, that's... They've had our number the last few years. I know that. But all bets do get off when when it's Belichick at home, even at though Pittsburgh, they just finally maybe, won yeah. one at home. I guess, uh, look, it's not an overreaction. Not an overreaction at all. What else? Okay, I said this last week. You poo-pooed it. And now it's a talking point on every show this morning, so we're going to bring it back. The Chiefs are going to miss the playoffs. Oh, boy. You look at the, let's look at the standings here. I'm just, I can't, they're so dynamic on offense when they hold on to the ball. They're in 11th place in the AFC. I I hear you. They're losing a tie break to Denver. They look terrible on defense. Sorry, they win a tie break. I'll I'll just, I'll just, but there's still only a game out of the playoffs and it's the Browns that were the ones that are sitting in that playoff position. There's a lot in front of them. There's a lot of jockeying. I get it. I, I just I, I'll go down with this ship. I just still I I think they'll still make it. But I I I'd see them as a highly flawed team and I think at some point Reed is gonna have no choice but to jettison Spagnolo and figure something out as one of those midseason sparks. Defensively they are just terrible. Yeah. I wonder if they make it. They're a one trade. of the worst defensive teams in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what trade you can swing to make it work. And then the offensive line that's been totally reconfigured is not protecting Mahomes. I mean, the Titans were all over him. And I, I know that this will probably be a very popular pick in uh, survivor pools next week, but don't sleep on the Giants going into Kansas City and trying to do yeah. what they what they just have done defensively to, you know, Carolina. If you're if you're average on offense and you can't hold the ball, or you're average on you're subpar on defense and you can't hold on to the ball on offense, you're going to lose to somebody like the Giants. I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. I mean, uh, I won't say they're missing the playoffs yet. Again, they're just one game in. There's ten more regular season games to go, bro. Just won't say it. Not I know, yet. but Mahomes has nine interceptions. He leads the NFL. I can't believe it. I won't believe that it's a season long problem. Okay. All right. Not yet. Still too early. Just a game out of the playoffs. I'm not saying they're missing the playoffs. If you're sitting here saying, would I want to get off them as my Super Bowl team? Yes. Yeah, I Absolutely think, I would. think I, I'm going to get off as well. I'm with you. We both but I don't have that opportunity until Thanksgiving, so that's built in for me. Okay. So. All right, Rich. Uh, next. This was a hot take of yours last week, week before. You said they were going to play a meaningful 17th game this year. I'm going to take it one further, Rich. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to host a playoff game. I think that's a good um, a good overreaction Monday subject matter. That means they win their division. That's your other way of saying the, the, the Bengals win the AFC North, if you think you're trying to sneak one past me like that. <laughs> I was not born yesterday. I, you've been in this game a I've long I've been time. around this a long time. <laughs> um, what do you need to do to win your division? You need to do the following. Win... A lot. Yes. And win on the road in the division. Mm-hmm. Their two division games they played so far at Pittsburgh 
at Baltimore. They've won them both. They are, through seven weeks, your favorites to win this division because the Steelers is and the, look, a 500 team that doesn't appear to be able to string too many wins together. The Browns quarterback is out, and the Ravens have now lost at home to the Bengals. I'll say that's not an overreaction. I'll go with it right there, Chris. I love it. Not a boy, Rich. Not a boy. Rich. I mean, you take a look at the facts. They're two yeah, and zero in division. Facts. And they're two and zero on the road. Everybody else has got to come to the jungle. Yeah. With the exception of them going to Cleveland, which I do believe happens later in the season. They get their next division game, Cincinnati, after the Jets come in, is home for the Browns, and they're ready to beat them up, man. If they did that to Baltimore, they can dismantle Cleveland unless Cleveland gets oh. remarkably healthy between now and then. Yeah, That's 3-0 and in division. No worse than 500 in division. Let's stick with the Bengals for this next one, Rich, because what this kid is doing, considering what was the narrative surrounding him in the preseason, yes. Jamar Chase is the best rookie wide receiver since Randy Moss. <laughs> Don't forget Justin Jefferson also. Oh, that's an overreaction. Come on. Wow. That's an overreaction. I'm not laughing. You want to chime in? Chime in. Uh, I'm chiming in because three weeks ago, I off air, I tried to praise Jamar Chase to Brockman, and I got the uh, 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 And now to see him finally Look, come the, around, the I'm just like. The world is different. Two hundred weeks ago. Well, a 200-yard game later. I mean. I'm just saying. And he keeps I, doing I, it. He, he was poo-pooing me a few weeks ago, and well, so I'd love, to see, that I'd love be, to see this. Now that, I'm back. That this may be the case when all the dust settles. But didn't Justin Jefferson just have one of the best rookie receiving seasons ever? Statistically speaking, not what Jamar has been doing. So Dude, he can take any ball to the house. The spinorama the the I know. The I mean, it was incredible. I know. I know. I know. And he blocks for Joe Mixon too. <laughs> that was awesome. He's incredible. He's, He's incredible. But I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just put a pin in that one for okay. the moment. Seven right. games I mean, in. It's, it's, it's He's awesome. on pace, as they it's say awesome. in the business. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. He, he, you got that one, Chris. He's, so you agree? He's neck and neck. You would I mean, say that's not an overreaction? You would go with that? I, I don't think that's an overreaction. Not, I mean, you're just seeing it. This dude's amazing. He's amazing. Remember, people forget Odell was awesome, too, his first his first few years in the league. All right, Rich, this is uh, one we you hit on. Well, I asked you this question last week, and you hit on it in the open. Kyle Shanahan's seat will start to get hot this week. <laughs> I don't think so. I still don't believe so. I think, again, management believes in him. He would be snapped up by another team in two seconds flat. I, I don't know what the dynamic is in that front office, but the fact that you know even the general manager, John Lynch, did not know who they were drafting when they were drafting yeah. until this guy decided, it, it, if this keeps going in this manner the way the this being this season, then there needs to be a conversation about who shops for groceries and how what the say is. It just doesn't ever appear to be a winning strategy when the coach chooses the players. Belichick appears to be the only exception to that. And even even in Boston and New England, you were wondering how much longer in Bill are we going to trust here? Yeah. And then a lot of the drafting wasn't all that great, and they went on some sort of spending spree that you've never seen before. And Hunter Henry's been pretty damn good lately. Pretty good. Four straight weeks. So that's the only thing. Uh, the seat that could get hot would be whatever preemptory that Shanahan has to choose players. But he would be snapped up in two seconds if he's let loose. And again, they're one game out of the playoffs. One game. 
and they could be one of those proverbial six seven seeds you don't want to see they just need better quarterback play and shanahan already identified jimmy g wasn't the guy and we're seeing more of the fact that jimmy g isn't the guy can lance be that guy to get them in a sixth or seventh seed and be that dangerous team that's the question i think for the rest of the 49ers season all right last one yes sir last one guys now i was gonna do something about this last week i passed (laughs) and it worked out america is rooting for the braves in the world series is this the one that sarah said (laughs) no she nuked last week well, last week I was going to do the World Se- the Braves are making the World Series when it was 2-0, and I didn't want to jinx it. But now America's rooting for the Braves in the World Series. That's an inference of are, are the Astros still viewed as cheaters? Yeah, nobody wants the Astros to win, let's, let's be honest. I mean, that was a couple years ago, and you yourself back then said you didn't care, right? I didn't care. I don't care. I still don't care. Yeah, you do. But America is rooting for the Braves. I didn't care. Don't care. Still don't care. Go with Atlanta. Sure. Sure, (laughs) Chris. What do you mean? Sure, Chris. I hope it all works out in your household. Thank you. She's going this week. Oh, is she really? Oh, good. Terrific. She's going home. Going to Houston. Very good. Oh, she's going to Houston? She wouldn't go to Los Angeles, but she'll go to Houston? (laughs) Yeah. Way cheaper than going to doing. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Less chance of bodily Financial harm, decision. too, right? Yeah. That's overreaction <laughs> Monday. Well done, Chris Bradman. <laughs> we'll take a break. Your phone calls back in right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football. We'll ask him that Kyle Shanahan question and more. And Deshaun Watson still to come. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's easy for you to say that sitting here on the Rich Eisen Show set mm-hmm. or sitting at home. You're at the game and a rep of the Bucks comes up to you, right? We're back here on our terrestrial radio show, so let me just bring everyone up to speed. We <laughs> just showed the video, uh, or we just talked about uh, the 600th touchdown pass of Tom Brady's career occurring yesterday. He's the sole living or dead member. Any human being that's ever played football. No one's ever thrown for 600 touchdown passes in the NFL. We may never see this again. Okay? You he's the lone... He's, he, he owns the club. He's the bouncer at the club. 
He serves the only. He's the only. He, he comes to the menu. He's the promoter. He's a VIP the host. Brady, yeah. Right. That's a lamb. Yeah, yeah. you, you, not even you could get in. I couldn't even get you in. That VIP even, no, you couldn't even get in. <laughs> well, I'm a goat in my own sense. So Understood. I get you, but even that I won't can't, pass no, muster. Tom's his own DJ in the club yeah, outside of that club. You you can't get in. Brady no DJs. Brady actually is the DJ. So you, Chris Brockman, say yes, Rich. All right. You say that the fan should have held out for more than what the Bucks were offering him. A representative from the Bucks goes up to the fan and asks for the ball back because Brady would like it. Or the Hall of Fame will like it. Right. But this fan gave it up and got a signed jersey and a football from Tom Brady. Okay. One of a kind articles. Um, if he personalized it to the guy, if he signed it, you say it you used? you say you would have asked for more. I want okay. season tickets for life. I want a Super Bowl ring. I want a weekend with the Bradys in Montana. Like, and pony you and, up, and you would literally sit there and go to a, a representative who said, "I just spoke to Tom. He's willing to give you this." You would say. You tell Tom more. That's what you guys would no, say. No, here's what T.J. Jefferson would have done as someone who is, you know, kind of plays around in the sports, you know, jerseys and card and memorabilia game. I would have known that that was the 600 touchdown. And when that guy gave that to me, I would have made my way out of that stadium. You, because, Rich, we're talking about life. This isn't just like a Tom Brady signed jersey, 2500 bucks. That's yeah. great. But that that's not, not yours. Mike Evans just lost his, lost his yeah, mind. It's mine because it's you in know, my possession, you're, Rich. You're, and that's, that's 2500 bucks is one thing, all right? That's not going to change my life. $500,000 is life-changing life money. Yeah. And Tom Brady, in theory, has 599 other of these pieces yeah, but of you, you leather. Go, you go to a game to root for Tom Brady. You mm -hmm. go to a game to and root for go your home team. Rich. So you're not going there thinking, I'm going to strike it rich today. It actually just dropped into your lap. And mm -hmm. so you will tell Tom Brady, do better. Rich, winning the I'm lottery, not, you it, don't plan. It just it happens. Yeah. No, I guess you do plan. You buy a ticket. And yes. that guy bought a ticket bought to, the, a ticket game. to the, game. the game. I know, but he didn't think that he's going to get a $500,000 You don't think you're actually going to win the lottery. Ball. Let me just say this. And uh, What happened to, nope. like, human... No, no, I'm, no, no, you can't, no I don't no, know about no, these guys. No, no, I'm one of the most rational no. human beings you'll ever meet when Stop. it comes to stuff like this. This is life-changing money. Like, this ball isn't going to change Tom Brady's life. It's not. This ball is going to change any of our lives. Yeah, but the reason why it's changing it, your life is because of Tom Brady. That's fine. No, it's not fine. He's Tom <laughs> what do you Brady. Mean? So you, the guy who, so the guy who got the seventieth Mark Mark McGuire home run ball. Yeah. He should just have given that Yo, back to Mark. Okay. My, my agent. I have my How about agent this? right here. Pay this money. This money. It's different, baby. It's different because the home run ball is going to wind up in the hand of a fan. And if you go to the game and you, and you, you are sitting there, you know you have an Just opportunity happen. to get that thing. He has no idea that anybody, nobody's going to be in possession of Tom Brady's 600th touchdown pass of his career sitting in the stands ever, unless there's a player on the field who rightfully got caught up in the game and does what he always does, which is just hand the football to a fan, which is a nice gesture by the player to give the fan something. A keepsake. This is more than a keepsake that was not intended to be given to this fan who doesn't come to a game expecting it to be in his hands. And one last thing I'll say on this fact. Good for you, Byron Kennedy of St. Petersburg. 
giving it back to Tom Brady. Good no. for you. Good for you. Because I bet you, Tom, Byron, you buy that Byron Kennedy of St. Petersburg, his life as a lot, let's just say he's a lifelong Buck fan. Let's just say he's been sitting there rooting for Sean King and Bruce Gradkowski and, you know, with all due respect to our NBC Sports on Peacocks, Chris Sims and Josh Freeman, Tom Brady has altered his life as a fan. Don't play this card. I'm playing this card because more than likely Byron Kennedy wasn't a Tampa Bay Bucks fan until Tom Brady got there. Then he he's wearing Evans's jersey. Yeah. Which, he probably which means, bought last which means he was rooting for Mike Evans scoring all those wasted touchdowns in terms of getting towards the Super Bowl. No shot until Brady made everybody's life oh, in that building. Stop, Give it back. Stop. Tom come wants on. it. We're getting too pious right now, no, man. I'm not. Come on. I'm not pious. That's that's come off that horse, man. You go How am with I pious? This guy won the lottery. You don't give the away the ticket for free. I'm going to give you a great Unless analogy. you're doing the right thing by the guy that's done right the, by you. The right thing. What has that guy ever, what has Tom Brady ever done for this yeah. guy? Win him a Super Bowl. By that way, guy doesn't have a ring. He didn't get an extra playoff yeah. check. By the way, I've spent my entire life trying to do the right thing. And it don't ever get you anything except other than the oh, fact that a feeling of a job well done. No, give me that money. I'm that's sorry, man. No way. Get yours. And that's not me being, I don't think any of us are bad people or anything. That's your 15 minutes of fame right there, that guy. Do you know how much grief he'd be getting from people like saying, like, Tom wants it back? He's getting grief on the other side. He's getting grief for giving it back. back. More people are going to give him grief Grief because he gave away half a million dollars. Not for me. Well, I'm not rich. I don't know about, and I mean, like, in terms of wealth. How do we know Tom's not doing something behind the scenes for him? Well, we got to hear it. We got to see it. He's going to scratch him a half a million dollar check? I don't know about that. Because that's what Ken Golden would have done. You know how much that ball would have got at auction? It's Tom's keepsake. It's not his. It was until it was given away. Actually, it was the NFL's balls that were given. Actually, it was was Mike Evans.